0: and welcome to a hasty podcast i'm your host with the guest weston hasty you're listening to a hasty podcast i've got a guest today i'm joined by my brother uh wiley hey wiley hey and today i figure uh since i've been wanting to do guests on the show for so long that uh the easiest guest that's right the easiest guest not the most (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> not the most what? I don't know. What am
1: I not the most uh...
0: <laughs> uh, Guest to take on is my brother, and um, so I figure the best thing we could probably talk about to start with is uh, Cyberpunk 2077, because I have not yet had the chance to talk at length about Cyberpunk on the podcast. I mentioned it a little bit last week, and uh, my sort of recommendation for it, but I didn't have a chance to talk at length about it. And Wily and I have both played a considerable amount of Cyberpunk. He's played a considerable amount more than me. He has beaten uh, the game at least once already. I have not actually uh, uh, done that. And uh, uh, that being said, I have played quite, uh, quite a bit of it. And I've been playing on PC. He's been playing on console on the PlayStation 4. So I figure it'd be fun to swap some either stories or experiences on the different consoles and our time spent in it and bugs and pretty much what we think about the game this is the cyberpunk episode welcome to the podcast are you excited the cyber cybercast cybercast welcome to the cybercast uh i don't know what would make like between i guess like cybercast is probably more accurate than podcast honestly because podcast comes from ipods right no one no one has an iPod anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't know where the pod initially came from. iPod, yeah. Or was it actually just iPod? It,
0: yeah, iPod was like the first of its kind to offer content like like you might expect from a podcast. And, and it was basically a cast, because the word stream wasn't really a thing yet. It was a cast on your iPod, a podcast. But no one has iPods anymore, and no one uses the word cast, but everyone uses the word podcast. But a cybercast... Cyberstream, Cyberstream, the um, Information Highway Cast. That was the Information <laughs> Highway Cast. That would be like the IHC. The IHC. We now have to refer to all podcasts as the IHC. That makes it sound underground. The IHC. Yeah. That sounds like you're doing something very black market. Have you, have you listened to my IHC? It's worth <laughs> a really good listen. <laughs> have you listened IHC? to my IHC lately? That's actually kind of hard to say. I don't know if it's just the combination of I H makes
1: you sound more business like, like I said, hey man, check out my podcast, but hey, okay, check out my IHC. It's pretty interesting.
0: we Get in depth with my colleagues. It does. I do like how the way that sounds makes it sound <clears throat> cyberpunky in the sense that in cyberpunk, since they don't have like the whole internet, they have like just parts of the net, and it's all underground. Uh, IHC makes it sound like this is some sort of underground thing. I do like that. Where like maybe it's it's being monitored you gotta like when you tell people to check out your ihc you have to be kind of on the download about how you get to it like you have to download my ihc on this torrent site like it's not it's not public man it's not mainstream the man's not watching this
1: that was one thing like i don't understand about cyberpunk was the whole internet situation because they have like an internet but it's not like a whole thing no because some dude like blew it up or something
0: it was a combination i don't remember the entire lore but it's a combination of it being blown up and also being overrun by sentient ai so that it's too dangerous to be on the internet so now there is versions of the net that exists in cyberpunk but it's like intranets where like or subnets that are smaller versions and then there are people that actually I guess, delve into the net, your net runners. I'm a little unclear on that lore, but...
1: And I... Because there's, like, a bunch of shards you can read in the game. Oh, there's so
0: many shards. God, there's a shard every... Every room you walk into, there's probably a
1: shard you can pick up. And, like, yeah, I get the the Skyrim thing where, like, all the books. Like, when I first tried to play Skyrim, I would, like, read every unique book I found. Or tried to. Tried
0: for, like, uh, for maybe your first hour until you've picked up a dozen books. And it's like, jeez, I just... I wanted to play a game, I didn't want to read a book. Like. <laughs> I know, I was trying to, when I first started playing cyberpunk, the shards for anyone listening that isn't familiar with cyberpunk are just basically just um, text files that you can read and they fill you in on the mm-hmm. lore or things that are going on around town or whatever, but it's it's all side information. It's not actually necessary, but it helps fill out um, the background of the of the world building if you want to read into the lore and that kind of thing with the world. And I know when I started playing, every shot I picked up, I was reading. And then it's just, there were just so many. Until eventually, like you were saying, uh, I I, I was feeling like I came here to play a game, not read a book.
1: Yeah, I mean, I bet they're interesting. I bet some of them are interesting. There's um, some Easter eggs. There's actually like a bunch of like Easter egg things in the game that you can notice. Um, And I don't think it's a spoiler alert or anything. But you, there's like this one, I didn't actually find it, I saw someone online. Post a picture of it to where they found this dead robot and then this dead guy, and um, it was a shard talking about how the robot was being chased by some police officer and they were looking for like some guy like named John Connor or whatever. <laughs> and it ended up it was it was um, a reference to Terminator Two, right? So I mean that's interesting if you want to read that, but I mean again, like I just wanted I want to shoot something, and the reading is getting. Out of hand, (laughs) out of control.
0: Uh, Yeah, I do like the different Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are some that are in the game that aren't through shards. Like, there's a... Or maybe this was a. Actually, I think there was a... It was a computer terminal thing I was reading about a guy who was in trouble because a guy had shot this guy's dog, right? It was was a a John Wick reference, and um, they were in trouble because the guy whose dog died was now out to get them or whatever. And I think that was in a computer terminal. So, like... Again, with the, so much reading, like there's all these shards you can find that are just scattered throughout the world, but there's also tons of text files and just computers everywhere. Filling. those are usually shorter and usually have a lot more dialogue of like people sending messages to each other. So the computers kind of suffer the fallout issue, right? A so where bit. where in Fallout, Fallout Four, Three, New Vegas, whatever, there's often computer terminals where people are sending messages on their intranets from before the collapse. And I've always wondered, like in Fallout, like how necessary that was, because they didn't have an internet. They didn't have actual email, everything's intranet. And I always wondered like, well, what's the point? You can just send them, you can walk a memo to somebody because whenever you go into Fallout, it's all intranet within one building, right? And they're not these massive huge sprawling buildings, right? And in cyberpunk, it suffers the little the same thing a little bit. You never read intranet messages on computers from massive facilities. It's usually two freaking gangsters that have holed up in some abandoned Ooh. building, talking to each other through email with their like slang language and poor poor English. And they're like, "Why are you messaging each other on the same terminal often?" Or there's like two terminals like in two rooms across this room, and it's just. I don't know it suffers a fallout thing where it's like why why, why are these why did you message each other because about if, this if you don't
1: see them that often you just shoot them an email and then they'll see it when they get there
0: but some of them like, are like literally them night,
1: like night shift day shift uh, you know i
0: guess contract killers you know <laughs> i guess it's just, gangsters. it just feels absurd because they don't have the full-blown internet they don't have full-blown email it's all intranets and it's just like i'm gonna leave a message for this guy it just it just feels silly i didn't think about it i just kind of assumed they
1: were emailing people not in the same building because again like uh, again they have internet i think but just not the internet we again Maybe I should have read some more shards. Maybe <laughs> I would know. Maybe I would have some answers. I know. I I, yeah, so. I I did it. Um And that's just another thing too, where it's like I just kinda assume they're talking to other people somewhere else because they have that technology. Um I do like there's always spam. There's spam oh, yeah. on every on every computer, and it's it's like the same like three things. It's hilarious. It's
0: either like a porn site or it's like Mail a... enhancement. Uh, or it's uh, like an oil prince or something asking for your information. Every single one is just riddled with spam email that you can look at if you really want. You can't interact with it, though, which is kind of a bummer. Because I just wanted to really sign up just everybody in all those computers. Like just, yeah, stealth all in, Don't
1: kill anybody and then just sign up whoever's there for something.
0: Right. I I wish there was more to do on those computer terminals because they always have, like, almost always three tabs. They have a sort of messages tab. They have an attachments tab. And then they have, like, an internet tab with some, like, uh, uh, other sub-tabs. So the messages one is the one we're talking about. We're reading messages. There's an attachments one for when people send each other attachments that you can't look at, it's just like, here's an attachment that sometimes you can't Sometimes you can,
1: sometimes you can't.
0: Usually not, yeah, in my, my experience. Not. Maybe one exception for like a story based quest or something. And then the third one, which is like the internet tabs, which with some like sites on it. And I wish there was more to do in there because it's besides just reading more information to fill out the world and universe, there's nothing to actually do on any of them. Because, uh, yeah, it's usually just like
1: a front page. So you'll click on the website, and it's just like the front page is the only thing there. Because I know they do that for some of the – they have a news – they have a couple of news sites on there you can go on to. But then if you click a link that's on the front page, it's like, oh, you have to subscribe. And then obviously you're not going to do that. So you're not even given the chance to do so, so you can't read the news that's happening. But, yeah, it's very – it's kind of like the uh, Grand Theft Auto V, their uh, websites – Right, you could click on there, but there's not always a lot of stuff to do on there. Yeah,
0: it's very much like like Grand Theft Auto sites. So there's a lot about cyberpunk that just reminds me of just Grand Theft Auto merged with Fallout.
1: Yeah, that was kind of the feeling I got, was there's a lot of like kind of Fallout vibe to it, and then Grand Theft Auto in there. And I think that's pretty much mostly just because you're in a big sprawling city and that's kind of the grand theft auto thing and you're also kind of working with organized crime yeah and then the fallout is a lot of just the um this is just first person shooting and on top of that is you have evil corporations
0: evil corporations first person shooting also in fallout you know everything's a wasteland and in cyberpunk while it's not a wasteland everything's very dystopic in a lot of ways or you can literally go out to the wastes outside of the Mm. out of night city Uh, So yeah, there's a lot of kind of vibe going on there. Um, I like the world, but that's kind of like the two that remind me of each other. And apparently you can play it even more like Grand Theft Auto now. There's someone who's already modding it to be, you can play cyberpunk in third person. Yeah, I saw that, which I think
1: actually would, I don't know, help it, but I think a lot of people would like to do that, especially with just the crazy outfits you can get.
0: Yeah, it's a bummer you don't get to look at yourself as often, Yeah. yeah. Uh, It's one of the reasons why I like riding motorcycles around everywhere. I don't ride in cars, besides the traffic being annoying uh, for driving a car, which you don't have the problem with on console. Yeah, you don't have that
1: issue on PlayStation. (laughs)
0: Which I I suppose is because it's not loading in fast enough to give you traffic, but on my PC I play on, I run into traffic problems where, where I feel like I can't adequately get around on car unless I am speeding fast enough that they're not loading in, which can happen, especially like out in the wastes or something like that. But if I'm on a motorcycle, I can whiz in and out of traffic. But yeah, that's one of the re- other reasons I like motorcycles is I'm like I can look at my character while they're on their motorcycle because of the wild outfits and your look and that kind of thing. I think uh, I think Cyberpunk really underestimated how much people would enjoy the character customization aspect of it because we cool. were, we've talked about this before where their their customization <laughs> options are not particularly
1: impressive because yeah it's weird because i remember when it was coming out they were making it sound like it was very customizable and you could do all these like weird things like again that what caught my eye was like the the genital sizes right yeah they said you could customize your genitals and i was like in those specific words i'm like what does that even mean and then you kind of get to it and it's like really as long as if if you choose a dick you get two sizes or you get two kinds of dicks and the three sizes yeah But then that's it. You also don't even see your dick throughout the game unless if you just change your pants.
0: Yeah, that's the other wild thing. You're not going to see your genitalia except for when you're changing clothes where for a moment, for like less than a second, you go straight naked before the next set of clothes like basically loads in on your body. And besides that, you don't see your genitalia. Even in the sexy scenes, I've not encountered where it's really mattered. You see some skin or whatever, but like... Not enough where it ever seems like it made a like it like it shouldn't matter what your genitalia looks
1: like. There's something to that. If you take your pants off and then in the game like you, you go to the, the customization, you take your pants off, then you go back
0: to the game and just like look down, you're gonna be wearing like boxers. Yeah, they really don't actually want you naked. But there then, is an option to remove nudity, but even with that turned off, it really doesn't want you to be naked. All that does
1: is you wear the boxers when you change pants and the customization. And it's like I just what was what was the point of choosing that if you're never gonna you're never really gonna see it.
0: Yeah, it's not like it's not like I really desperately just want to see genitalia in my game. But yeah. the fact that like this was a a point that had to be made that this was developed and designed and put into the game. Mm-hmm. Two different kinds of dick. Three different sizes. Women just get... Just the one just vagina. Just the one the one vagina. The one, the one size fits all vagina. But uh, the fact that those were options that go in. Or you could choose to be uh, nothing. Because you have the option to do no genitalia. Yeah. Where there's just nothing there. Same thing with boobs. You could have a dick and a pair of boobs. You could go both. Uh, If you had the option for no nudity, you still could have boobs, but there'd be no nipples. So, like, you have all these genitalia options, but, like, why are there options at all? You might as well have the no nudity option, because for as often as it comes up, it really doesn't matter. And it never does matter in game, like in the story or anything. Uh, So, like, presumably, presumably the reason they're in there is some idea of inclusivity, which I know a lot of people made a huge deal about cyberpunk. Like, oh, they allow trans people, so they're super inclusive. And honestly, I don't think that was ever a part of it. it. It was just like a happy accident for some people that they could feel more represented in. But more than anything, I think it was just cyberpunk putting those options in there without any forethought. I think it was just trailer fodder, right? It was just not trailer, but it was just something to talk about, something to hype the game up. Because if there's anything Cyberpunk did better than anything else, it's hype people for this game.
1: Yeah. That was, um again, th- th- talking about like what you can and cannot customize. Like Again, you can choose to have boobs, because like, you have to choose base man or base woman. So if you yeah. do base woman, you get boobs. If you do base man, you don't. And if you're a woman, you can like, customize your nipple size, too. But as a man, you yeah. can't do that. So it's weird, you get that customization where it's like, oh, look at how detailed this is. You can even choose nipple size. That's crazy. Haven't seen that before. But also it's only like a dude can't have huge nipples. <laughs> can't do it.
0: all men have the same size nipples. And I should I should mention this too, that it's not that we're disappointed that this game isn't like fully porn customizable. Oh well, yeah. It's more that the options we're given Right, It feels like it's either not enough, it doesn't go far enough, because, because of what we have, it's like, well, why didn't you do this, this, and this, because you already have what you have, or we were given too many, because what's the point of any of it anyway? Because, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the
1: point where like, I find myself saying, it's like, well, what was, what was the point of giving us this option? Because, actually, we brought that up, too, because I don't know if you noticed that in your character, but, so, my second playthrough, I made a woman character, because my yeah. first playthrough, I did a dude, so I'm yeah. like, all right, switch it up. Woman character, gave her just the biggest boobs, because that's how I roll. But, like, if you put a shirt on her, her boobs just go back down to the small size. Go,
0: they shrink down, because I hadn't noticed that. Because my first character, it's the only one I've made so far, I decided to make a, a female, a woman, a lady... But um, I didn't go with the biggest boob size, so uh, I thought that was funny because on my boob size, I've never noticed a shrinkage. But on your boob size, like you said, when you put on shirts, you, you can literally watch the boob shrink like, to fit yes. the clothes. It's like, again, what was the point? What was the point of making it an option if once the clothes come on, it has to fit the exact same size as like if you had done uh, whatever the base option. I don't know what... I, I should look to see if my boobs grow at all. I have never paid that close that attention. Would, actually, that would be interesting. If you go too. with the very smallest size, put on a shirt. Do your boobs grow to fit the base Just, model? Yeah. Like I don't know. So um, I should look for that next time I actually play. I'll be inspecting my boobies a little bit more closely. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So and then
1: when you talk about so you take that and then you add on the um, how it how it launched. Yeah. All the little bugs and all that little stuff. And you're just kind of like, all right, if we just took the however long it took to figure out how to have <laughs> a dick. And, and it's boob, physics. And the dick, because, yeah, the dick has physics. And that's one of the things that disappointed me about not seeing my dick, was because, boy, did that thing just flop around and it was hilarious. Like, you would switch <laughs> pants on and it would boop, 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 boop,
0: boop. Well, They gave it physics every but time. In game, it will never matter.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, but then it's like
0: and you you'll not see it in a cutscene.
1: i just i just wanted to see it fly around because i just thought it was like the funniest thing
0: I mean, I, unless you um, specifically go through and play the game pantsless and like you said even then the boxers come on so it's like what's yeah. what's the point
1: <sighs> so then like again he'd say it's like if we just took all that time off of <laughs> figuring out how to customize dicks the physics the boobs the
0: nipple size there would have been no bugs I mean, how the game yeah. would have been stable? Would, would have been perfect. Would it, <laughs> it be the perfect game? <laughs> <laughs> it would have. It would have saved the launch.
1: <laughs> and you just kind of you kind of wonder, like, if none of this ever mattered in any way, then why would you put it in there?
0: And then even beyond the genitalia, I should mention too, because uh, when we talk about customization, even the different hair you could choose from, the different body shapes, whether you're changing your brow or your face or whatever it might be, they went very last gen with their customization where everything is just an option there's no sliders Mm -hmm. there's no click and drag if you've ever played the sims 4 where you can literally click and drag and morph your character it's certainly not that pc or console and there's not even sliders like you might see in current gen or even last gen consoles and, and systems it is literally like do you want number one number two number three and you're just tabbing through them and it just feels for a modern game on modern pc and modern consoles to be very last gen very a generation behind and i know the game took like a bazillion years to develop but i feel like customer customer uh character customization probably came fairly later on in development i have to imagine so was it just half baked or did they think it didn't matter? Because I think to a lot of people playing the game, it mattered a lot more than I think it mattered to CD Projekt Red.
1: Because it's weird, because, um, yeah, you get to pick from all the different, you know, chins or eyebrows or stuff like that. And yeah, it's weird that there's no sliders. We even talked about, like, because the Demon's Souls came out, the remastered version. Yeah. But even on the original Demon Souls, which came out, like, it was early PlayStation 3. Yeah. There were sliders on that.
0: I yeah, d- yeah. The uh, I don't remember exactly what the character creation looked like on on the PS3 Demon Souls game. There was more character customization in it than really Cyberpunk. The difference is that yeah. Cyberpunk looks nicer because it did come out on the PlayStation Three. But so that, that that's was about was
1: a weird thing. And then also the the tattoos I thought were tattoos. interesting because there's actually a very limited amount of tattoos, and they're all something kind of crazy. Like you can't just get like a generic arm sleeve of like flames or something,
0: right? They have tattoos, but there's only a handful of them, and they don't. I don't feel like they fit the wide berth uh, or breadth, rather the wide breadth of options I would like to see if I wanted to have a tatted, like a tatted up character. Same thing with like uh, as as a lady character, or I think you can probably do this as a man too. You can put nail polish on your fingernails, and it's like, oh, what a fine detail! You have like four options. Actually, there's
1: a bunch of nail polish. Was there a options. bunch of them? I feel yeah. like there wasn't that many. Um, no, there's a bunch, but you also get that issue, again, with, like, the colors to wear. Because yeah. you mentioned, like, you know, a lot yeah. of games have, like, color wheels. Color wheels. So, like, for this, like, the colors are kind of interesting. They do have some different designs that are kind of cool. But, again, like, I can't remember all of them you would have to change I, I would have to look back but it seems like some of the more outlandish designs like okay you have that design but why don't you have this design that seems like maybe it would be more uh, more people would want this um, but
0: you can have a lightning bolt shaved into your pubic hair
1: yeah and that was another thing again too it's like I don't I don't <laughs> see my dick I don't see my pubic hair and I've customized both of them and had to make very like strong decisions about which
0: ones of these I needed, <laughs> and there's not very many options there. But the fact that there are any, what's what was the point oh, well, of that? Yeah, what was
1: the point? Um, yeah, the eyes are interesting too because they got some crazy eyes you can choose
0: from. A, a couple, yeah, because they went yeah. with a couple of cyborgy options for eyes. Yeah. Um, so like again, that's kind of cool there's some kind of coolness to
1: that so for some of these like the nail polish I think they they probably did an okay job with uh, for you know what you can choose from and then eyes I think weren't as weren't awful but then other parts were like yeah why am I choosing pubic hair when it doesn't matter these tattoos seem very actually like limited to what you can get
0: yeah none of it's bad it's just that it seems so limited for being this uh, sort of defining game. Like, it's supposed to be this new genre-defining game. For, for being... I don't know, about with the uh, modifications that you were supposed to be able to make with your body. Again, it, it boils back to the hype. The way this game was hyped up was that there were going to be all these options and uh, ca- uh, uh, customizations for your character to make it truly unique and truly uh, you or whatever. And it doesn't accomplish quite that far. The options I have are neat, some of them seem pointless, but it just you know, it feels like they don't go far enough.
1: Because, yeah, that was kind of what I was thinking, too, where uh, they hyped up the customization so much, it yeah. seemed like you're going to be able to do quite a bit, but then you kind of get into the game and you really can't. And it's not like I wanted this to be, like, the best character customization ever, but, like, it doesn't even stand up to, again, like what we said, like a Demon Souls or even, like, a Fallout, going, you know, comparing it to, like, Fallout 4 um it seemed like you can make some crazier kind of heads or whatever there um you can change the the body shape because that's another thing you can't actually even change your body shape
0: necessarily. not necessarily you're,
1: you're the same build pretty much um you can't be like a really tall really wide um another game you think of um dragon's dogma that came out on the PlayStation 3, and you could choose your height from, like, three foot to, like, eight foot, you know? <laughs> like, you could really stretch the guy out, make him wide or whatever. Oh, Dragon's
0: Dogma was so good. And,
1: like, that was, that was PlayStation 3, and you could do
0: that. Yeah, I, I kind of want the remaster that they made for PC, but, like, it, I've already played the game. I gotta, I gotta move on with my life. Was, that was a good game. Again, just for being what's supposed to be this sort of next-gen game... Even though I don't, it's not on next-gen consoles yet, is it? It's not, right? No, it's not. Um, for being what's going to be this next-gen game, it doesn't really show that off in the character creation. Because that's
1: worse, too, because now it is. it was apparently initially supposed to be just a complete next-gen game. I think they've come out and say that where they weren't really um, focusing on, you know, um, PlayStation Quote, 4 and the Xbox One. Yeah. And they were focused on next gen and PC,
0: you know, eight years ago, apparently. Um, Which actually is a good segue. We should probably move on from (laughs) character creation onto uh, the actual gameplay. And maybe some of the differences between PC and console and that kind of thing. Um, In particular, I think you might might have the most experience on uh, its failings. Because like you say, it seems that... The PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, the previous-gen consoles, were not fleshed out to the extent as they should have been, considering when they did started developing this game, the next-gen consoles were not on the skylight, like, on the, on the horizons yet. So the fact that they were uh, preparing for that in PC... Granted, on PC, yeah, they can bank on putting as much power into the game as possible and just hope people have high-end PCs to play the darn thing. But the fact that the previous gen consoles were so half-baked in terms of stability you were telling me that you crashed your game at least once like every time you played it yeah
1: yeah and i still about about it will crash about every time i play it now um it doesn't crash nearly as often like so i played i think i was able to play like on day one and it i think i played i played that several hours i think and it crashed like three four times on me at least. Um, and then now I'll play it, and it's usually I'll play it for a pretty extended period of time and then I'll crash at night. Again, every, every time it crashes, though, I can just boot it up immediately and then kind of just proceed on. Um, I know, kind of in the first couple of days, there were some areas that were more congested and a lot more people there, things happening. And it's like, I, if you go there, you know it's gonna crash. You just like, yeah, okay. I'm going back to my apartment. Prepare for a crash. Yeah, that, uh, like, yeah, around there, and then that it was like Jig Jig Street. Yeah. Um, it was yeah, it was like it's gonna crash. Because those are
0: two very highly populated areas. Because they're early on in the game that they wanted to show off the population. Mm-hmm. You can really tell that some of those earlier spots they put a lot more love and effort into. And then, as you get away from them, they're like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna scale back a little bit because now, hopefully, we've already impressed you."
1: Yeah, that was I noticed too because um, people want to talk. They they were talking about how big of a city it is and how it's like a realistic city. And like again, on on the console, it's like there's actually not a lot of people walking around, especially once you get away from that kind of center area that you start at um and even then that area is not all that congested but um
0: and it can be on pc for anyone that's played on pc you can actually change your population density and your settings to run well or not well on your computer and you can get it pretty as far as other games i've played like comparing it to like grand theft auto or something you can get it pretty dense but it does taper off outside of that area
1: yeah because that's what i noticed like it doesn't get like a whole lot of people but like compared to like yeah grand theft auto maybe
0: it's like it's I think, kind of on par there, at least at what I have noticed. And it's... The thing that disappoints me the most, too, is that I do remember at one point in time... I'm pretty sure CD Projekt Red made this claim, and it wasn't just some random YouTuber. But the idea was that at one point in time, like, everybody in the city was supposed to be unique with their own, like, daily routines and paths and all this. I mean, it's an absurd claim. But at one point in time, I think that was the claim being made, is that they were all pretty much, like going to be very unique in their way and how everyone on the street basically interacts with the world around you. And in reality, that is just not the case. Expect a population to behave like you would expect it to behave on like Grand Theft Auto. A lot of people milling around, a lot of people having a little bit of side chatter, and that's about it, right? There are some people doing a couple of interesting things, like a guy sitting on a bench playing a guitar or something. But for the most part, it's just a lot of milling around.
1: Yeah, because that's... What I noticed, too, is, like, these the people kind of... They're not really doing anything special. They're, again, yeah, they're just either walking around, standing, doing something.
0: I don't... It's a little better in Jig Jig Street in the area around your apartment. Yeah. sure.
1: But they're... Like, that's the thing they're programmed to do. Right. Those people right there are supposed to be doing that. But you will never, I don't think, find someone um in, like, Pacifica... And watch them walk all the way up to Jig Jig Street and buy something. You're not gonna see that. That would be amazing. That would be quite a track. It too. would be That would be quite like, a track.
0: I just want to see one of the one of the like. Oh, what's what's the Haitian guy uh, that you meet there like right away? That like, the the, the big guy you don't like trust uh, he doesn't trust I can't, you. what was his name, Wait, give was him his a name? P or something? Yeah, whatever his name was. I just want to I just want to follow him, tail him throughout town and watch him just travel all <laughs> over Night City. That'd be great. Yeah.
1: So like, yeah. These um, routines. Like it's just, it's not, it's not true. I don't think. No, there's a
0: couple of scripted, uh, people in the population, like the two police officers chilling out and eating lunch or whatever at a noodle shop outside your apartment that every time I walk by, they're having the exact same conversation about, um, about like a, a case or something they were working on where like the, the younger partner almost botched it up and the older guy was like, oh, you gotta be more careful or whatever. They have the same conversation every single time I walk by them. Because there's also
1: <laughs> uh, some police officers that do the same thing outside the, the afterlife club. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, they'll say the same dialogue over and over again every time. Oh, we, we go can't there. get
0: in, and that's bullcrap. But you have to have a reputation around here to get in. Same thing every time.
1: However, they end up leaving at some point.
0: There's oh, something in the game that triggers that they aren't there anymore. I noticed. Okay. I guess I haven't triggered that yet, or maybe I need to go back to the night uh, to the to the afterlife. I haven't seen that yet. But I mean, I had been there like I don't know, like ten to twenty times, and yeah, they're all just
1: just chilling, saying the exact same thing, and then you go in, and then there's that person just dying on a cool table or something and oh, yeah. people are freaking out <laughs>
0: yeah, they're freaking out why are we not out of the hospital man it's Come like i was
1: i was here three days ago and he's either going to make it or not <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: at this point man he's gonna be fine because if he's t- not dead yeah. now i mean <laughs>
1: nothing can kill that dude i mean he's a vegetable i guess but <laughs> um so yeah there's that the so yeah the density is just kind of like nothing that important and again though They probably kind of figured out, well, if we're going to make everyone, they're going to make you drive around a lot. Yeah. Because that's another thing. I thought there was going to be a lot more walking around when it first initially came out when they were talking about how dense it was going to be and how many people.
0: I'm very disappointed that it's too much like Grand Theft Auto. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that much driving. Originally, when they were hyping up the game in some of the earlier trailers, when they were talking about Night City being dense, everyone's got unique paths, there's going to be a lot of verticality and elevators and that kind of thing. I was imagining like a Yakuza 0 with very tight like uh, spaces to work within, but it's like dense, lots of stuff to see, do, interact with. And I was just imagining basically that, but with more verticality, more levels, up, more up and down. But then much later they started introducing, oh, by the way, there's going to be cars and highways and a wasteland, and I'm like, no 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 this sounds like grand theft auto 5 i don't want this no 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 because there are some elevators to get you to some
1: verticality points yes it does exist there are some and if you're walking around you can find some cool paths to go on yeah but it's just i don't see the necessary the necessity to be walking around rather than driving I know at the beginning when I was playing, yeah, it was actually better for me to walk around because it was kind of cool because the city, oh, yeah. the layout, it is cool. The city is very cool. But it's not like a real city. The density is not there. The unique people walking around. There's So it's like, to that extent, there's no reason to walk around. But if you walk around, you travel slower and your PS4 can keep up and you won't. <laughs> I noticed that because I'd be driving, I'd be going down 100 miles an hour on the street because the traffic's not there. There's not right. that many cars on the PlayStation. And I would just get to a place too fast It wouldn't load in and it would crash. But then I would just, you know, walk or run someplace like, go, okay. Just fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because even on PC, it does every now and again, if you get booking it too fast, it will struggle to keep up some of the processing, uh, processing in all the population, the traffic and that kind of thing, if you can get going fast enough.
1: Yeah. Now that was... Uh, That was kind of in the earlier days when it first came out. Yeah, is it doing better now? Since then, they've done um, a couple patches, and I haven't really noticed that big of an issue. And again, the patches, for me, are fixing
0: the crashes. Like, again, it doesn't crash nearly as often as it did beforehand. Yeah, because as far as I'm concerned, I can complain about all the things that aren't in the game that I wish there was or that I thought they had kind of alluded to being in the game that aren't. I could complain about that all I want, but basically that would be just me complaining that I want more game. But the real problem, the real problem is the fact that the game wasn't stable. It, like on PlayStation 4, if it's going to crash that often, it ne- it's unexcusable. Uh, Wiley and I uh, complain all the time about how unstable Bethesda games are. And how there's constantly bugs and things falling from the sky and how broken the games seem. But they never crash. <laughs> you know, they never crash, not quite like Cyberpunk did. Or at least if they did, it was a kind of a fluke thing. I know when I try to play Fallout 4 on survival mode, that, that thing kept crashing all the time on me. I don't know what that was all about, but... Uh... We complain about Bethesda being buggy, and then Cyberpunk comes out, and it's, it's just not a stable game on, on previous-gen consoles.
1: And that was one way I was describing it, is it's a Fallout meets Grand Theft Auto, but it just crashes more. Because I, I, I was seeing a lot of people complaining about the bugs, and some people probably had maybe worse um, experiences with bugs than I did, but it's like, to me, I'm playing this, and some of the bugs I see, it's like, I've seen this in a Bethesda game. This, yeah, this isn't really. I've seen this before in other games that people lot over, and like, I don't see a big deal of it. The game will crash, and I'll just boot it back up and then pretty much continue where I was because yeah. the autosave is, I think, pretty good.
0: The autosave is really good, it's pretty smart. And if for some reason you want to load, like, even if you don't crash and you just want to load up, you usually have a few options of the autosaves you can do. And they, they're frequent enough that if you do crash, you're not losing much progress. Uh, the once or twice that I've had to reboot. Uh, before i've not lost much and i've not been that frustrated uh, you just have to boot your game back up so that's been nice that they've been able to recover quickly but yeah the crashing it just shouldn't it just shouldn't be a thing
1: so yeah besides that again like just the visual things the textures yeah. the te- textures can kind of be bad and they have to load in and i know people don't like that but it's like we've seen this in fallout 4
0: the mo- the, uh, I've,
1: I've seen all this in a fallout game in a Bethesda yeah. game. So it didn't, I don't know, it didn't bother me. I also really haven't played a new game in a while, because a lot of the games I've been playing are the ones from like the, the PlayStation Plus free games, because they have some good ones there, and they're mm-hmm. usually a few years older, so
0: I haven't played like a new game, so the graphics don't really bother me all that much. Yeah, there's a lot of people complaining about the graphics and how they don't hold up on the previous gen, but... From what I've seen of you playing the console version, it's really not that bad. It's not like overly mind-blowingly spectacular, but for what you can expect on a PlayStation 4 for a game of that size, it looks good. Like, I don't, I wouldn't say it looks worse than a Grand Theft Auto 5, right?
1: Would you say it looks worse than a Grand
0: Theft Auto 5? I don't think. In some areas, I think it might look better than a Fallout game. I don't know how Grand Theft Auto 5 looks on a PS4.
1: Oh, that's... That's true. We played play we played uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 on
0: the PlayStation 3. <laughs> I forget that um, that was a PlayStation... Maybe, maybe the, me the, the, saying it doesn't look worse than a Grand Theft Auto game, and then I'm like, oh wait, but that was on the PS3. Well, you know, I've seen
1: all the, the Lamar and Franklin memes going around yeah. there, and I'm like, that doesn't look that much
0: better. Because I've seen Grand Theft Auto on PC. I haven't bothered to play mm-hmm. it myself. I've seen it on PC, and it's not like it looks that mind-blowingly better than... What we played on the PS3, honestly. It doesn't look bad. Be- it doesn't look any worse than like a Skyrim, though. And yeah, it doesn't look worse than like a Skyrim or Fallout or game. Fallout, uh, Skyrim's ancient now, but it's been remastered so many times, basically. I, I mean,
1: yeah, we're so, we're comparing these to like really old games, so. It's but like, games that's... that
0: looked amazing at the time. That's what I should stress is that like while Cyberpunk doesn't look mind blowing on previous gen it also does not look bad like everyone's saying everyone's like it looks like smudged potato well
1: even so like skyrim like it got redone eight times and it got remastered to have better graphics but like it didn't get that much better right And it's on par for that, and people don't have an issue playing that. So some of these... um, Oh, the graphics are so bad. I kind of roll
0: my eyes at... They are better on a high-end PC. Like, I can see some better detail, some definition, some stuff uh, comes in better on a higher-end PC. So it can be better. So the previous-gen consoles are missing out on some of the graphical fidelity and some of the graphical options. But in general, the graphics, I don't think hold back the experience for cyberpunk on the previous gen
1: now there are some issues though when like the 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 trailers that came out and you try Mm -hmm. to compare you know what they have in the game compared to that
0: and it's like nothing close yeah because the trailers were all based on higher npc
1: specs and it's like oh again it sucks and game makers need to like stop
0: doing this i mean it's the spider-man puddles thing all over
1: again right it's kind of yeah. It's exactly that. You know, if you have a higher end thing, it's going to be there, and they only show you the higher end, uh, because that's what's going to make it look best. But like, yeah, if you're just playing on a PlayStation Four, it's like you just got to expect it's not going to be that good. It's
0: not going to look as good as it was shown at like an E Three or whatever. You mm-hmm. might have seen the trailers that it's just not going to look that good on your console. And while that sucks or whatever, I also don't think you should hold back the way a game looks on PC to match what it looks like on console. Because what, what was it that did that? I think that was Watch Dogs. When they released their PC version, they specifically locked out PC settings so that the PC would not look better than console because they were afraid they'd offend people. And then a modder discovered that like within five seconds of opening up the game's files and said, whoa, wait, <laughs> this game is missing settings. I think it was Watch Dogs. I don't remember. Yeah, it there was, was
1: there's something up with Watch Dogs about that. I think i remember hearing about. Um, but yeah, it's it's game. It all games have been like that for a while now, and people are still <laughs> surprised Pikachu <laughs> face
0: about that. <laughs> like, surprised Pikachu face. What? If there's a bug. Whoa. Um, yeah, the one that really annoys me the most on PC, I don't get a lot of them. There are two bugs I see fairly routinely. One of them annoys me far more than the other. The one that's not that annoying, it's just kind of funny, is when someone has to, like, have a cigar or a cigarette, and they're, like, smoking their gun instead of a cigarette. I don't know how that happens, but it's kind of funny when it does, when someone's smoking their gun. And then the other one (laughs) that is super annoying is when I can see, uh, trees or bushes or just general foliage from goddamn kilometers away just highlighted and just in my face on the screen it's like why can I see this bush that has no business being loaded in through about 30,000 different buildings what has to be five kilometers away why is it loading in clear as crystal as a small little highlighted bush on my screen go away because it will literally be like in front of like dialogue or people that I'm talking to or like important things in front of my face and I it usually isn't just one bush or one tree. It'll be like a whole tree line or a whole line of bushes. It's like, what is this? Go away. (laughs) You have no business being loaded in. That one's extremely annoying. I hope they fix that one. But those are like the two that I can really mention, honestly. Because I haven't had any
1: of those issues. Um, I had one guy who was just... Uh, phased inside some boxes, so I'm trying to sneak around, and I just start getting shot at. I'm like, "Who's shooting?" I mean, this this dude's just like in boxes, completely covered. I can't see him, but I had some mods, so I would know if someone was alerted to me, they would show up in red, so I can see now the the body outline in the boxes in red, and yeah. he's just standing there shooting at me.
0: In game mods, not like a modded game. Yeah, yeah, one of the the eye
1: mod things. Um, the eye modifications. So there's some of that, then there's also some overlapping talking sometimes that would happen.
0: Yeah, that happened um, once or twice for me too, where, yeah, you have multiple conversations happening at once. It's like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and but again, it's like I can't think of any
1: crazy bugs, at least at this point. Um, I don't know if it's just because that's just how rare they were, or if I just got used to them
0: and it just <laughs> doesn't matter anymore. Because I know you can certainly look up some wild ones on YouTube. And in general, because millions of people were playing this game uh, and talking about the game and showing their bugs all at the same time, I think it created this perception that the bug situation and the stability situation with Cyberpunk was worse than it really was. For each individual user, they were not experiencing the entire myriad of bugs that everyone was experiencing. No one person was experiencing all of them. But as a whole, um, it made the game look a lot worse than it really is. That, again, it still crashed, and it still has bugs, and it should, it should have launched far more stable than that. So I'm not trying to make excuses for Cyberpunk. It's just that, in my personal experience, and anecdotally, it's not been that big of a deal. I can't speak for if you're playing on like a lower NPC or a mid-range PC, if that's a huge issue, and I can't speak for if you were playing on one of the earlier generations of the PlayStation Four, because we have a later generation of the yeah. PlayStation Four or the earlier generation of the play, uh, of the Xbox One, so I can't speak to those. But
1: because for sure, and like on top of that, like again, I've I've played and I've beaten the game. I've beaten the game. I've done all the side missions in my first playthrough, and that I beat the my... game. And now I'm doing a second playthrough. So even with its faults, like I'm still having a lot of fun playing it. And that kind of comes back to when we're talking about, it's kind of like Fallout 4. Again,
0: I'm going to compare it there further. It has a lot better gun combat than Fallout yeah, 4. I agree. That's what I've been saying. It's like, because Fallout 4's gunplay is garbage. I, I don't understand people that like it. It's garbage. Gunplay is terrible. But Cyberpunk's gunplay is far superior to a game like that, and it's more satisfying.
1: Because I was talking about, I was saying to you the other day, I had booted up uh, Fallout 4, and I am in the, um, shoot, I can't think of the DC right now, but it's the... The island uh, one? The island one. Um, Far Harbor? Far Harbor, yeah. I'm in the Far Harbor point. point. Uh, My character is like 105 or above. And I'm just trying to go to this mission, and I'm walking there, and this monster thing comes up, and I just shoot it. And I had to go through, like, three different clips to kill it of this, like, machine gun. Yeah. And it's just, like, that's one dude. And it wasn't even, like, a legendary monster thing. It was just, like, a regular, like, run-of-the-mill. That's what you see on this island. And it's just, it was so much just to kill that one thing, and I know I'm going to hit, like, 25 more on the way to the mission. But with Cyberpunk, there's a couple kind of they feel a little bit of damage spongy at the beginning. But once you start leveling up and getting some better weapons, they don't really feel all that much of damage spongy. Yeah, like you they're... can do a quick burst and you're going to take out an enemy,
0: or be close to it. Like it's just far less tedious. The combat feels yeah. far less tedious in Cyberpunk.
1: And I think part of that helps because it'll tell you how difficult a mission is. Yeah. So like, all right, I see it's very dangerous. So I'm not going to do that. Or if I go try to do that, I, I expect will... Expect it to be very dangerous. Yeah, expect it to be very <laughs> dangerous. But the average, you know, mission isn't like I have to, you know, go through all ammo just to kill one dude.
0: Yeah, with the exception of a handful of bosses or those mech suits, which the mm-hmm. first time I ran into those mech suits, I, again, maybe my game was bugged then. I couldn't tell. The damage, like, I had to go through everything I owned at that point. I'm not going to explain where this happened, but I was fighting... I think I was in a... Yeah, I was in one room fighting three mech suits from Militech. In one room. I did have backup, but I was in one room, and I'm like level friggin' five or something stupid. So... (laughs) And I had to go through everything I had. I'm yucking grenades at these things. I'm shocked I even had as much stuff as I had, honestly, in hindsight. I think the game was bugged, and they weren't taking all of the damage. Because that was insanely absurd. But then after that point... Nothing seems that tedious, honestly, and it's far more fun and more um, exciting. Because
1: I remember I had to
0: fight one of those
1: things, and it was taking forever to kill, and I actually just, you know, ran. I got out of there. If there was an option or a way to just, you didn't have to kill it, you could just get out of there. Yeah,
0: preferably the way they're usually set up is that you're supposed to try to avoid those in pretty much any mission that are there. You you, you can try to avoid them or run away. You don't really need to take them on head-on. It's supposed to be really impressive if you do. But in in the one that I'm talking about, I couldn't figure out how to get away. I think I had to, or the game was bugged and wouldn't let me leave. I don't know. It was insane.
1: <laughs> and then later in the game, I fought like the same kind of enemy, and I kind of took it out uh, pretty easily, which just my build, that was kind of mm-hmm. what I was supposed to do, is shoot and take damage. And that's another thing. I've seen some people critique the easiness of the game, and definitely by higher levels, depending on how you put perks in. Yeah, it doesn't get all that
0: difficult. Yeah, I've uh the way I've built my character now is I've kind of easy moded my character as long as I don't get like surprised by like a gang of very difficult enemies or something. Uh like one of those mechs that I'm talking about now, I can take out very easily with my build. I've got a quick hacking build. It's specifically designed to just destroy mechanical enemies. And it does. If I, I can take out a mechanical enemy with two quick hacks, it's it's, bro- it's so broken, but I have specifically built my character in that direction. They suck at most everything else, <laughs> right? So, uh, yeah, you if you build your character that way and make your character specifically very powerful at what you do, then, yeah, you're going to kind of easy mode the game you're a, a little bit on yourself, but you've built your character that way. And you can bump the difficulty up. I'm not playing on the highest difficulty, so I, I think if I played it again, that's what I would do is at the very highest difficulty and see how I play at that, knowing what I know now.
1: And part of that, too, is, like, for me, again, like I did every side mission. I would go do, yeah. like, almost all side missions until I got bored of side missions and then do a main mission. So the
0: scaling, it, there's not a whole lot of scaling to the game. Yeah, it's not like a Bethesda game where they scale yeah. all the enemies to your level. The different levels and missions and stuff like that, they're already pretty much... There might be a little a little bit of wiggle room, but they're pretty much determined, their difficulty is determined from the get-go. So you go, you're going to reach a point, if you're not, like, uh, leveling up or whatever, that you might run into a lot of very difficult missions because you're just under, uh, under-leveled. Or if you're, like, Wiley and you did, like, every side mission you could, you're going to start doing main campaign missions that are supposed to be difficult, but they're, like, very easy. <laughs>
1: Which, with that said, they, they were easy, but for me, it never felt like, oh, this is too easy and monotonous, or and boring. I just want to get through this. No, usually the scenario you're put into, I thought it was interesting enough, intriguing enough. I wanted to know where the story went.
0: Yeah, it wasn't just the main missions weren't just like fetch quests or mm-hmm. whatever. They were all tied into the narrative and story, which uh, immersed you and dragged you even further into the game. So that's what I like, even
1: though like, yeah, I'm technically overpowered and none of these enemies are causing me that big of a deal. I still like enjoying it and I still like the combat.
0: Mm-hmm. Again,
1: it kind of goes back to like the gunplay is actually, I don't know, I felt really good. I don't know why I think it's really good or I, I, what they it's do really about satisfying. it, but, like, I don't yeah, know why. I just really enjoy it. They have a cover system. I always like the cover systems. Because again, going back to like Fallout 4, there's no cover system.
0: No, and the, when we say cover system, it's not like a third person game where you like press X to take cover. So it's not like that. But they have a lean mechanic when you aim around cover, like it takes cover around you into account as you play in a first person mode. And it seems, again, if you compare it to like Fallout, where no matter what you do, you're getting freaking shot and sniped, whether you're sitting behind cover or not. I, I don't know what it is with Fallout. It's just a garbage shooter game but like cyberpunk is so much more competent um it seems like the game actually knows and cares when you're crouching or around cover or peeking out um the stealth is easy to understand and isn't super unforgiving um it's a very competent shooter game honestly There might be better out there. That's maybe more polished. I haven't played like the latest Call of Duties and that kind of thing. That you know, the the entire premise of those games are shooters. Cyberpunk is a shooter RPG, so it's like two genres kind of merged together. So I don't know how it stacks up against like a battlefield game or something like that. Yeah, but it is satisfying.
1: I really wouldn't want to compare it to like a Call of Duty or Battlefront. Yeah, because again, those are just shooters. Even the ones with like the story mode in it, it's kind of like yeah, but you're just supposed to be shooting. And cyberpunk shooting is a big part, but you know they have the quick hacks, the, um, they have, the hacking, stealth, they have stealth, they have uh, melee stuff you can focus into.
0: Which I really well. want to do for my second character is someone who just runs around with a samurai sword and that's it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I wanna, I wanna do one of those builds too, where it's just like katana. There's a ninja people. There's
0: a video by this YouTuber Spiffing Brit who's uh, I haven't watched it, but the title like insinuates that he played the game with just his fists. Oh, yeah. And I want to watch that because I bet you could do it. And I, I I don't know if he has to exploit the game to make it work or not, but I'm like I'm in. I want to I want I want to do a melee character next. Probably not just fists. That sounds boring. I want to do like the swords and stuff.
1: But because that's one thing too. Where like if you're saying it's bad because it's easy. One thing though, if it's easy and you can do it, you can play it. Literally any build. Yeah, any way you want. Like, you can go in with, you know, just melee weapons, and it's going to be like, all right, this is actually effective, and I'm not just wasting my time. I can just do quick hacks, and I'm not wasting my time. Right. Like, um, so for my second playthrough, I have, I don't know, like a 15, 16 intelligence, and not much in anything else. But yeah, I'm, I'm still going through being able to complete missions, uh, side quests, stuff yeah. like that, take people out. And I'm not feeling like, man, I just wish I would put more into um, my gun attribute or whatever. Well, because that's my
0: first character. I've put nothing in strength or dexterity, whatever those two are Mm -hmm. called. All of mine is... I've maxed out my intelligence to 20, and I've got a ton of perks in there. And then my second skill is the uh, technical one, where I do a lot of engineering stuff so I can upgrade my stuff. And what I do is I upgrade my my quick hacks, and I literally walk into a room... It's so... It just feels so powerful when I walk into a room and I don't have to fire a gun, and I'm just dropping quick hacks on people. I'm, like, contagioning people with, like, disease, and I'm short circuiting people's weapons. I feel like a goddamn technical god walking into a room. But if you do surprise me and surround me with a bunch of gunfire, I am a glass cannon. I am fleshy, I suck with guns, but I feel like a wizard walking into rooms, and I
1: love it. Yeah, I've gotten to that point, too, with my quick hack build, because that's what I'm doing for my second playthrough, where, like, yeah, I just sneak through and I just boom, dead, boom, dead, boom, dead and so I, I don't even fire a shot it's so good which is great because like my first game i was just this big beefy dude uh-huh with and i just fired guns and that's all i did and you know you still feel like a badass you just double jump into scenario land just pop 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 and you just kill people and it's great yeah um,
0: whichever way you want to play it it's completely viable
1: i was telling you about this uh one point i was in this group of enemies And I shot one, and I uh, looted them real fast, and that put me over my um, carrying capacity. Yeah. So now I'm just, like, slow walking with (laughs) a shotgun, just, boom, take a dude out, one shot, take another dude out, one shot, and I'm just walking straight through this thing. Just
0: slow motion, like, from out of a movie or something. Yeah, without a
1: care in the world, because I have, like... 900 health or something yeah
0: dude, like we were joking about it when wiley got to the point where his uh critical state when his health got so low he was in a critical state was still more health than my maximum health <laughs> and it's just like oh this is good oh that's great it is funny too
1: because on my same playthrough i kind of forget some of the perks i got and i just assumed them to be just like base game but so if you take damage in cyberpunk you don't reheal it at all no, not but, by default. But there's a perk that you can get to re-heal to a certain point, and I just upgraded that perk to so much that outside of combat, my health would just go up to 100. Would
0: just constantly be healing. I did not have that. So
1: <laughs> so every every encounter I go into, I'm, I have like 100 health. And then on the second playthrough, I'm like, why am I missing like 50 health yeah, points? Why am I constantly low on health? Why, why am I missing a third of my health right now?
0: Because I got the one that regenerates my... Uh, my, whatever it is, my AP, my, my Your, um, help me out. What's it called? RAM. My RAM. That upgrade, that, that increases my RAM outside of combat, because that's, that's, you don't even get that for free. You can download um, some
1: RAM while you're Yeah, I combat. download some
0: RAM while I'm going, but I didn't have the health one, so I was constantly, when I got used to the game and kind of got figured out, like, what I spend my money on. Like, if I ran by, like, a, one of those vending machines that drops a burrito, I'm like, yeah, I'll eat a burrito, so I get free, like, a $5 set of health for the next two minutes, and heal back up to full. Because you get healing items too, but it was... There's so many vending machines, it's just convenient to be like, oh yeah, here's five bucks, I'll eat a burrito, I'll heal up outside of combat. That way I save my healing stuff for during combat. That's one thing I
1: noticed that
0: the food actually, I think, is a pretty good
1: healing item.
0: Uh, Yeah, for outside of combat, but yeah, it's really good.
1: Yeah, for outside of combat... um... Because I know in like some games, it's just kind of like, what's the point of this food? You know, yeah. you barely get any health from it. But like...
0: You do get so many medical packs and kits and stuff yeah. like that that you really don't have to do the food. And the food does sometimes feel a little pointless. But for the role play a little bit, I like dropping a burrito when I leave combat.
1: Because yeah, that's, that's the one <laughs> thing I'm like, all right, this food doesn't seem useless. But then it's made useless by just how
0: many, like, um, healing items you can get. Yeah. And I don't know if it's on the very hardest difficulty, if that would be limited a lot. I would almost hope so, because you get hundreds more than you're ever going to use. Unless you're just particularly bad at taking care of yourself.
1: Because I would get (laughs) to that point where it's like, you know, if... I don't use any healing packs because it's either I just kill everybody or I just die. <laughs> so, yeah, like you I'm, get so overwhelmed that I'm you can't go it I'm not using any because I just die at that
0: point. <laughs> but I do like doing that. And you can drink things. Uh, you can uh, eat, replenishes your health. You can drink that replenishes your stamina, which I never need as a quick hacker. Mm-hmm. Or you can just drink alcohol and it has no bo- pe- uh, a positive benefit. But every time I have a chance to down alcohol, if I find it on the environment, I just drink it. It lowers your speed, it lowers your accuracy, and you get kind of woozy for 30 seconds. I'm like, I just love playing the game as this drunk hacking god.
1: <laughs> I think the wooziness will actually even stack. So if you're just throwing them back, I think you'll be just I, like woozy for maybe a minute, it stacks a couple like only, minutes.
0: It, it stacks only two or three in. I don't think maybe. I've ever had the effect last longer than 30 seconds. I don't think the time stacks. I think I had one time where it did last longer, but I think it was a bug cause the timer was not reading right because i remember
1: i can't remember what i was doing but i was taking some drinks and i I was kind of drunk for a while i'm like yeah this is actually lasting a while
0: because that's what i was hoping when i was drinking it all i'm like i hope it adds 30 (laughs) seconds for every single drink because i really do want to stack up like just 10 minutes of drunk i really want that and i want to be like down the point where my speed is like minus 90 (laughs) percent my accuracy is minus 90 stumbling (laughs) around i'm like i want this so bad Uh, you don't get that far. I really wish it wasn't. <laughs> you don't. You don't need accuracy when you're quick hacking. <laughs> you really don't. But that's why it's so much fun. It's just like, it's fun to play cyberpunk drunk. And that's my advice, in game and probably outside of game. In game, but both. drink responsibly, um, or don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> Dead silence. It's, or don't drink. Or don't drink. I don't. I don't care what you do, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, the game as a whole, I th- I think's really fun. I love the story. We're like already after uh, an hour or whatever on the podcast here. We didn't even get into like the story of the game. I know. I was
1: thinking about that. It's like, there's just so much more to talk about. Because I was gonna go into uh, talking about when you're getting burritos out vending machines. Because <laughs> it's cool because they'll pop down out of the vending machines yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and you, you get three options. You can
0: pick which burrito you want. Yeah,
1: you could, and then you can pick it up. It's like I wish though you could just buy the burrito and your person would just go ahead pick it up and just eat it right there
0: I wish they would actually be physically actually eating it for like some kind of eating animation that lasts some number 10 20 15 20 30 seconds whatever
1: so there's like some stuff like that like we've mentioned too like there's a bunch of bars you can go to yeah. But there's nothing to do at the
0: bar. Yeah, you can't like actually just plop down at a stool and just order drinks there. Yeah. You can go into a menu and buy drinks in your but inventory. But you just buy them just, as an item. Yeah, you just buy them as an item. There's no like actual, I'm sitting down, I'm like throwing back a shot or drinking a beer just chilling out. And for all the different like talk about the game being customizable in this huge world mm-hmm. and stuff to do in it, I just wish there were little things like that where I could be like, I'm going to go in and literally have a beer at the bar and maybe there'd be some side chatter from the bartender or something like that.
1: Now, they do have, like, for some story missions, you'll be talking yes. to someone and you'll have a drink and you can drink there. And I think that's really cool because that makes it, like, you're you're moving during the conversation. Like, there's yeah. points
0: where, like, you have a drink or you can go sit down somewhere or you could stand. There's story stuff that I really like. Mm-hmm. I do wish there were a bit more options and a bit more flexibility in some of what you can do during the story. But for what it is, I, I really enjoy it, so... And
1: also, again, um, talking about the bars, like you can't sit down and just order a drink and just drink it there. However, I was at one bar. I just walked in, onto the dance floor. I was moving across, <laughs> and I noticed you could just stop and hit like triangle to start dancing. And your guy will just dance on the dance floor, and that's cool. That's a little thing that you know I enjoyed. But again, it's like, what's what's the point? Why am I going to be coming here and dancing at this bar? It was also like at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday, so the bar was empty, which I thought was kind of funny. So it's just me and the bartender there, and I'm just dancing in the middle of an empty dance floor. Yeah,
0: things like that. It's like, I like that. I wish it went further.
1: Yeah, it'd be cool if there was more of a nightlife in Night City.
0: Yeah. For your character to actually physically do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that would... Kind of like where
1: I'm at the point. It would be really cool when we were talking about RPGs to actually kind of live in the world.
0: Yeah, to actually role play. Not not just class play where you're playing a class of your character. Like, I'm the tank. I'm the healer. I don't want to play a class play game. I want to play a role. I want to be a character. And I want to exist in the world. Um, And some games get closer to that than others. But, like, that's kind of what... For for all of the effort and love and detail that goes into the world, I just wish there's more to do in it. That that's the thing. That's why I got so nervous when I found out the map was gonna be so much larger than I thought it would be, uh, with the like the driving and the Grand Theft Auto stuff. It's like oh, it's gonna be huge and mostly empty. I mean, there's gonna be people or whatever. But there's not gonna be anything to do.
1: Yeah, and it does kind of fall into that, especially like the uh, the what, the Badlands. Is that um, what they the, called I call them the Wastes. The whatever waste, it's whatever. called like even that they added in there it's like there's there's not a whole lot that needs to be there for there's like a faction that's out there yeah. the um
0: now to be fair every yeah. couple blocks there's usually some kind of random side mission thing you can do like the mm-hmm. the game is chock full of random side missions but they they don't um they're not repeatable once you've done it
1: you've yeah. cleared
0: out that area for for that mission or whatever and it's usually like um you know kill these people steal this yeah. um the side do stuff's whatever. a little bit more basic, what you'd expect mm-hmm. from an open world game. The story missions and a couple of the side missions that are related to story characters and that kind of thing are the more interesting ones, but a lot of the side stuff that you find just in the map is the more basic stuff. And that's something to do for sure, but it doesn't, those types of missions don't make you feel any more a part of the world. It's just more gameplay, which is, you know, you want more gameplay, but it doesn't make you feel more a part of the world, it doesn't make you feel more a part of playing a role. But overall, I still would recommend the game. Yeah, I, I, I I'm. I yeah, like I imagine you would as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing I would say is like if you have a
1: base PlayStation Four, like one of like the first gens, like you got on day one it came out, it probably won't run as well. I don't know when we got our PlayStation Four. I don't think it was that late. It wasn't that late, cycle. but we didn't
0: get it right away. But,
1: yeah, we didn't get it right away. And, again, yeah, there's some bugs. The textures sometimes don't load in. The graphics aren't the greatest, but, I mean, you know.
0: And, I, I mean, I assume fun. they're still honoring it. I think I remember reading that if you do own a PS4 or Xbox One copy, when you do get the next console up, you get a free upgrade. I assume they're still honoring that.
1: Yeah, I think I saw something about that because they mention it when you first like install the game or something. Like if you plan on upgrading. Yeah,
0: so there is that to keep in mind that if you're playing on console and you're not entirely satisfied with what it looks like. If you do plan on getting the next console, the newest, uh, whenever you can because I know they're a little hard to come by right now. If you do plan on doing that, when the game releases on those consoles, you can upgrade to it for free. So they are patching previous gen, so it is getting better and more stable, and you have the uh, ability to upgrade for free. Yeah, just check Skyrim that out. At- Skyrim didn't do that for you. You buy Skyrim on the PS3, you didn't get it on the PS4 for free. <laughs> yeah, just
1: check that out. Double check it. But yeah, I think I, we did hear that at some point. it was a, It's a free upgrade to PlayStation yeah.
0: 5 or, you know, your next gen. And then best yet, if you're playing on PC and you have a gaming rig that can handle it, uh, I recommend it. It's, it's really stable. Probably don't turn on ray tracing, or that, or my computer couldn't quite do that. Ray tracing did some wild things to mine that I had to turn it off, and that fixed all the problems. I don't think it was bugged. I think I just couldn't handle it, but maybe it was bugged. I don't know, but, uh, but yeah, best yet, if you have a gaming rig PC, that's probably the best way to play it by design. If you have a previous-gen console, you'll probably still enjoy playing it. You just have to understand that, it, you know, you're missing out some of the flashier stuff. But you can upgrade down the road, possibly. That's Cyberpunt. And I think that's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you for joining us. So for our Cybercast. IHC. The the IHC. IHC, Cyberstream. The IHC. Cyberstream. I don't remember what IHC stood for. The Internet Highway Cast. Sure. (laughs) I don't remember. I forgot what it was. Um, Would you like to plug... Anything like you don't have plug. anything to plug, I have do you? Nothing to
1: plug, nothing at all. Cool. <laughs> Not a darn thing.
0: Um, uh, Drink can, milk. Got ju- milk. <laughs> you you can plug the uh, <laughs> the Friday night with the guys on my Friday, YouTube oh, channel. Yeah, we do that. I'm there. sometime Join me at uh, Magic Man Mo on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Magic Man Mo. Wiley joins me Friday nights uh, most of the time, where we play multiplayer games and stream them at sometime around 8 p.m. Central Time. If you want to see more wily on on things that i do uh he might uh, join us on other podcasts in the future as well as i am trying to rotate in work on getting guests on the show not necessarily every week but that way there's a little bit more flavor and a little bit of a different dynamic on the podcast i hope this one turned out fantastic and i hope you enjoyed it if you've made it this far in the podcast i can only assume you did if you've made it this, this far into the podcast and you didn't enjoy the podcast well i've bamboozled an hour out of your time i don't know what to tell you i still come out on top right get punked son get punked <laughs> That's gonna do it for this. Thank you all so much for listening or watching if you're out here on the YouTube channel. I'm on YouTube and Anchor and Spotify and Google and a ton of crazy stuff. Thank you all so much for listening or watching wherever you are. If you enjoyed it, please do whatever things you can do, whether that's some kind of like or some kind of rating that you can do. Do that. Tell your friends about the podcast. Subscribe or follow or whatever you do on the thing's And Until next time. Wash your hands. Bye. Bye. <laughs>